I'm Andrew Norton, and this is Completely Optional Knowledge. Fans of the show, or podcasts in general, will probably recognize the name Breakmaster Cylinder. They're the mysterious musician behind the music you hear in all of our episodes. And now here's the deal. This is someone somewhere that makes amazing music. And and honestly, that's pretty much all we know about this person. It's all very X-Files-y. So when Breakmaster came to us with a question, you know we had to oblige. So you're making a very rare public appearance so you can pose a question. I am, yes. Would you like to know it? I would I would love to know it. Okay. I was wondering, can certain types of tones or music produce specific effects on the body or mind or brain? I want to know if there are tones or melodies or specific frequencies that are like, I'm very sleepy or I need to go buy dogs <laughs> or if I can make you poop or dance or I don't know what. Okay, so you want to, like, play with people's brains. Like, why do you want to know what tones might trigger things for people? What did you have in mind? Well, besides the fact that it's very, very interesting, I want to, you know, make things that people like, maybe even need. Like, I can prescribe you a custom piece of music that will affect you in some nice way. So you're thinking, is there a certain tone that you can embed in your music that makes people suddenly be like, I want a sandwich. Or, I don't want a sandwich. Or if you tweak it a bit, they're like... Now I want a turkey sandwich. Oh my God, you're exactly right. I haven't even considered the turkey sandwich aspect of this. I'm Andrew Norton, and this is the Completely Optional Knowledge Podcast, brought to you by Greenpeace. Ask, inquire, seek the truth. The show where we take questions that make you go, huh? And we try and make you be like, oh... Jessica Gron runs the Music and Neuroscience Lab at Western University. And in the lab, she sort of makes her own form of prescription beats, because to study music's effects on the brain, you got to first reduce the music down to its most basic form. I study a lot of rhythm, and in order to make rhythms, I often use just a simple drum tone, so we're giving you a tap, 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 tap. And people are not going to pay to download that from iTunes. (laughs) Can certain types of music or certain tones produce specific effects in the brain? So can these tones or types of music actually change how people think or or behave? There really isn't much scientific evidence that a particular tone, or some people are very interested in this idea of binaural beats, that you put two tones that are very close in frequency, and it gives rise to this beating sound. And as yet, there's not really evidence that that, that kind of thing does much. I see. So I guess, you know, there's one part of the question, the the answer more or less is there's, you can't isolate certain tones or frequencies, play it for someone and have them be like, oh, I'm hungry now, or I'm depressed now. It it won't work with very specific frequencies. It's not like you can trigger certain parts of the brain with very fine tuned bits of sound, right? That's exactly right. Are there certain types of music that have certain effects on the brain? And I know, obviously, this is true because people have been utilizing this for years in films and in, you know, scoring for operas and things like that. And, you know, there's this general sense that a minor key is sad and a major key is happy. Is there any science behind that? Yeah, so there is evidence that, for example, when you're listening to music that you really like or you really enjoy, You have activation in the same brain areas that respond when you're doing other activities that you enjoy but might have more clear biological relevance, like 
food you really enjoy or sex. And these are the areas of the brain that often drugs act on as well. I see. Because, that you know, that song in the new Star Wars trailer, it just, you know, it's, it, it, it triggers <laughs> something, right? It's like, you know, you can see this almost every day. Yeah. So, so music definitely does have emotional associations and that can be useful for us. But one of the things that people are starting to do now is in nursing or rest homes, trying to give people personalized playlists with the idea that there is evidence that music is a pretty useful tool for some of these patients to reconnect them with something that they actually enjoy and that this can really improve their daily quality of life as a result of that. So it's a reliable enough tool that we can actually use it in healthcare settings. So this question actually comes from the person who made the music for our podcast. And they were wondering if it would be possible to make anything like prescription beats. Like if I want to experience X, can you make me a song for that? I, I guess, are there any tricks for administering music medically, we'll say? <laughs> yeah, no, that's a that's a great question. So I would say it's probably something that will end up being as much of an art as it is a science. <laughs> right now, I don't think we have a lot of science on how to do something that's going to help cure you or, or bump your immune system. But there's a whole bunch of evidence that in general, when your mood is improved, a lot of things improve with it. So your cognition improves, your ability to think and plan, and music is a great mood modulator. So I think in terms of the scientific evidence, using music that improves your mood would probably be one of the most reliable ways of getting an effect. So if our DJ was to, um, you know, write prescription beats, it would be more like a psychologist than a triage nurse, right? It would be a little bit finding out about more about their past and and trying different things on them versus a, a one-to-one ratio. Oh, you're feeling this way. I'm going to prescribe this. Yeah, that's how I would view that. There isn't a universal recipe, despite the fact that pop keeps looking for one. I guess with iTunes and our iPods, we're kind of uh, all self-medicating. You know, I have the Smith standing by, I have Taylor Swift standing by and everything in between depending on what I need that day, right? Absolutely. And I think our intuitions about what music will affect us are actually pretty accurate. So Jessica, you know, you've told us, yeah, music makes you feel different. Okay, I feel like I didn't set you up in a way to show off how smart you really are. So please, (laughs) Jessica, drop some knowledge on me. Tell me something that I can impress someone else with, with my smartness. Sure. Okay. I will do my best there. (laughs) Talk about putting you on the spot. (laughs) No, that's okay. We've got a couple fun facts. So one is if you ask people to clap to a beat. So if I just give you a boom, boom, boom. Am I I playing along here? Is that what? Um, Yeah, let's have a go. Give me some sort of noise so I can see where, hear where you're you're tapping along. I give you boom, 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 boom. So what you did there. Can I stop? You can stop. (laughs) (laughs) So what you did there, nobody had to tell you how to do that or train you. But what you did is you made sure that your sound that you were producing occurred at exactly the same time as the sound I was producing. Okay. If you train our closest evolutionary relatives, uh, for example, take a macaque monkey. I have one right here, actually. We can do this. So, <laughs> yeah, don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> if you try to train them to do that, and you can train them for months and months and months and months, what they will do is when you make the boom, 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 they will react to it. So boom, tap, boom, tap, boom, tap. Right. Even with months of training, they huh. don't pick up on the idea that they should tap along. Other animals really don't appear to be able to do this, even though it seems so simple. And, and do you have any insight on, on what we got that they don't, that, that, that does that? 
our guess is, but um, we'll find out in the next couple of years, I hope, that it's an interaction between movement areas and sound processing areas. So we know that when people listen to rhythm, even if they aren't moving hmm. all or even thinking about moving, the whole movement system in their brain is lighting up. So something about rhythm seems to be very intrinsically linked mm. up to our movement systems. And if you look at cultures that are similar to sorts of cultures that we think were around when music evolved, sort of hunter-gatherer type cultures, there are several that don't have separate words for music and dance. So the idea that you would have music at all without moving is, is very unusual. Jessica, you genius. <laughs> See, when I heard that answer, I was like, Breakmaster Cylinder is going to be disappointed with this. No, I'm not disappointed. I guess, I mean, it's good that I don't have the power to make people do my bidding. <laughs> exactly. It's sort of reassuring that it's an art, I guess. Well, that's the thing. It's it's kind of like it's it's a Disney movie, right? Like you've always had the power inside you, oh, you know, God. like there's no magic tone. You've been you've been doing it all yourself, right? Oh, after the long journey, it was with me all along. <laughs> <laughs> this is a brand new day for me. Thank you. <laughs> but I feel like maybe we can put some stuff that we talked about into practice. I say we try something this very episode, a bit of a form of, of prescription beats. Are you up for it? Yes. Oh, hell yes. Okay. So I think you should make a track that we can play here on this very podcast. And I think you should sample from the very interview that we just did to make the track and then through the magic of podcasting we will play it right here <laughs> it does sound magical are you up for such a challenge i would love to remix our interview <laughs> but what about in a way that makes all of your listeners desire a turkey sandwich do you think you can do that even though we've learned that there's no way there's no certain turkey sandwich tone no i absolutely don't but i don't think that makes it not worth doing exactly and i can give you like uh i can give you a couple like um subliminal like turkey sandwich Mmm, <laughs> turkey sandwich. There isn't a universal recipe in order to make rhythms. I often use just a simple drum tone, so we're giving it a tap, 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 tap. tap. People aren't going to order maybe a nice turkey sandwich. Even though it seems so simple, it's just a special effect on the brain. Um, yeah, let's have a go. You can trigger parts of the brain with bits of sound. So we know that when people listen to specific frequency, even if they aren't thinking about turkey, their whole brain is lighting up. I want to see. turkey sandwich so what you did there and you can stop <laughs> it kind of makes me want a turkey sandwich <laughs> yeah i'm totally getting a turkey sandwich now that was amazing Completely Optional Knowledge is presented by Greenpeace. Thank you so much to Breakmaster Cylinder for their question and, of course, for the amazing remix. And special thanks this week to 99% Invisible's Avery Truffleman for helping maintain the shroud of mystery around Breakmaster Cylinder's true identity. Uh, I wish I actually was Breakmaster Cylinder. Our producer is J.P. Davidson. Breakmaster Cylinder created our theme music, and I'm Andrew Norton. 
Visit completelyoptionalknowledge.org to hear more episodes, to subscribe, and to, of course, ask your questions, because we can't make this show unless we know what you're curious about. You can also call 202-697-6912 and leave us a voicemail with your questions or feedback. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back in two weeks with more Completely Optional Knowledge. And hey, do us a favor. If you do subscribe to the show, give us one of those ratings on iTunes, man. They really, really help us. And if you have already, you know, tell a friend. Tell someone on Facebook about this podcast. Science.